Hello, and welcome to today's Unpacked Short. I'm Charlie Pickles, Managing Editor here at Unheard, and I'm of course joined by Peter Franklin. Hello. Hello, Peter. So today we are talking about one of our big themes, which is technology. And the title of the Unpacked is When Communities Take on the Tech Lords and Win, which is not something we hear about very often. But before we come to how communities are doing that, Peter, we're actually going to start at the end of your unpack today, which might sound slightly odd, but it, it, will, it will all make sense to our listeners once you've explained what a mimetic product is. A mimetic product is one that you want just because everyone else has got it. So it's kind of fear of missing out, fear of not being in the loop, and the particular kind of product we're talking about here are, is social media. And where does this idea of mimetic things come from? Okay, well, that's from a French um, philosopher and anthropologist called René Girard. And I don't think we've got time to go into his actually incredibly important sort of way of thinking about the world. But, you know, basically, he thinks that the key to understanding people is that they like to copy one another. Um, and they like to have what everyone else has, but sometimes it's not enough to go around, and therefore that's where the problem starts. And social media totally does that. Um, even though it isn't a physical product, it hands out a scarce resource, which is recognition and this is your likes and or your popularity dislikes or... and dislikes and all of that. Retweets. So it's, it's a really compulsive. Um, and kind of rather kind of self-undermining kind of a a thing and actually quite, and there's more and more evidence to show that it's really not good for mental health, especially those of young people. Okay, so so, I mean kind of this idea of um, uh, society being very mimetically based is that a, is that a way of putting it I what think would you so, okay yes, we're going to yeah, go with yeah, that fair enough. um uh, helps explain in large part actually just how social media but also the enablers of social media which is our smartphones have become so ubiquitous yes. and what your unpack talks about is a particular institution here in london a school that is trying to do something about it that's right um that school is the michaela Academy, which is a, um, a sort of state-funded but independent school, uh, an academy by, uh, which is run by the headmistress, is Catherine Burble Singh, that many people will have heard of, an outspoken educationist who does like to take on the educational establishments and um, takes no prisoners, and that includes within her school where she's been very firm about saying no we don't tolerate smartphones disrupting the life of the school and um, we will have this school as a kind of oasis a sort of um, uh, place where um, people can be free of those pressures. And and it's really interesting because um, you quote a quote from her uh, which is that at Michaela, they have a saying on the wall which says, freedom comes from self-control. And mm. I suppose this is particularly interesting in the context of smartphones and of social media. Can you explain a bit why 
why this is so important in terms of kind of that discipline, that that ability it to take a step back. It is one of the most sort of it's something that's constantly to hand. It can be a constant source of distraction if you allow it to be. And obviously, if you're in a learning environment, that's particularly poisonous because it destroys attention. It des- it destroys the relationship between the people actually in the room and especially the teacher-pupil relationship. Um, But I think she also said that parents rarely appreciate the fact that that this, the school is, is acting as an institution which gives people permission not to be part of... To switch off. Yeah, to switch off, exactly. And not to feel that they, that they're disconnecting themselves actually you're reconnecting to real human society and and there's an institution that actually helps people reinforce reinforces what what they naturally want to do or at least what their parents would want them to do which is get off that screen and and you know sort of re-engage with real life and so just as a final thought other other institutions because it's difficult isn't it if you're i mean going back to this kind of mimetic culture if if it's within us to constantly want to be um doing things having things seeing things being part of things that other people are and you know this Mm. sort of sense of, of of envy it's quite difficult as an individual to just say right i'm personally going to step back and i'm not going to do that but but obviously in this school it's kind of everybody has to do it because that's the rules that's right other other institutions that could be um helping people to take that step back well i think any community-based institutions that can set it set its own rules where the messages aren't actually determined by who can purchase the most advertising and other sort of commercial methods of influence and so examples of that obviously there's churches i mean there can be uh, we recently ran an article on uh, working men's clubs, um, how those are still going, uh, in some cases declining, but in other cases still going strong around the country. And, and they just provide environments in which, you know, there's a different set of, um, well, not just rules, but sort of a, di- a different set of encouragements, right? And one not sort of ruled by whoever... <laughs> Um, has the means of making the most money and sort of grabbing, you know, our attention. Um, so this is, um, you know, it's why it's so important that we have these institutions flourishing within, um, you know, wider societies. They do create islands where we're not subject to these rather impersonal commercial forces. So watch out the technopolists then, I think is the, the answer there. And certainly probably much more effective than trying to regulate um, with these things. So thank you so much, Peter. A very interesting unpack, as always. Thank you all for listening. Um, if you have enjoyed it and you haven't already subscribed, please do so on whatever the platform is that you get your podcasts um, and do rate us. And we hope you tune into the next one. <laughs>